Welcome to the Equestrian Business Podcast, the show that talks about business for equestrians. If you're an equestrian business owner who wants more revenue, more profit, and a better work-life balance in your business, and you're looking for dry, humoured, no-nonsense business advice, you're in the right place. Whether you're just getting started or whether you've been in the equestrian game for decades, I'm going to give you the tools, the strategies, systems, techniques, and a splash of philosophy on what you can do to have more fun about Hello and welcome to another episode of the Equestrian Business Podcast. And thank you for tuning in with me. If you haven't heard already, I am your host, Rhiannon Amber. This week we're talking about something that I absolutely love. It's a velvet rope policy. I want you to get an image in your head where you go to a fancy venue and there's a velvet rope in front of the door and there's a bouncer and he's checking off names on a guest list before he lets them in. This is what I want you to build within your business. These clients of yours, mainly your good ones and your bad ones, are talking about you. And you guessed it, the good ones are saying excited and enthusiastic and good things. And the bad ones, well, they're not saying enthusiastic things. Your good clients are the best salespeople for your business. They are telling everybody how bloody brilliant you are. And the bad ones, they're essentially sales preventers. They are sales blocking you. We've heard that every action has an equal and opposite reaction, haven't we? Or E equals MC squared if we're going full Albert Einstein. But I actually want you to think about this. The energy that your clients give you and the energy you give your clients is directly related. I want you to show up in your business every single day feeling energised, motivated and inspired. And in order for this to happen, your clients or your liveries or your students have some obligations to you as well. And that's quite interesting to hear because you and I both spend a lot of time thinking about what our obligations are to our clients. But I bet that you spend very little time thinking about what your clients' obligations are to you. These obligations can, of course, be the usual ones, which we expect, you know, good behaviour. But they can also be characteristics. So what is a velvet rope policy? A velvet rope is going to stand outside your stable yard or your barn or stand outside your physio business. And according to predefined criteria, the velvet rope policy is going to decide who is allowed in and who is not. There's a strong possibility if you are like every other equestrian business owner I've ever met, unless you're much more woke than the rest of us and you already do this, in which case I am so proud of you. Keep doing what you do, you're killing it. But if you're a regular everyday muggle, just like me and the rest of us, yes, that absolutely was a Harry Potter reference. I'm so sorry, my voice keeps breaking. I have a bit of a cold because the kids are at school, but going back to what we were saying, if you're a regular everyday muggle, just like the rest of us, there is a strong chance that you have a bad client on your books right now. <laughs> you can't think of one? Let me see if I can jog your memory. Hi, I'm running a bit late. Can you just put a hay net in for Jasper for me, please? 
I know that I was meant to do the exercises that you told me about last time, but I've not had a chance to do them. And I did them once or twice, but I didn't really see any improvement. I don't have the cash this week. Would I be okay to give it to you next week? I'm running a bit late. Can you just turn Jasper out for me? Can you not just do it for a little bit cheaper? Can I have a discounted rate? Can you nip out to me any earlier? I've decided that I want to go out for lunch this afternoon with my friends, so I'm just wondering if I could move my appointment from three o'clock to one o'clock because the world revolves around me. Now you're probably starting to picture someone in your head and this is bad news. I divide clients into three categories. So we have the good. These are the ones with whom we have the best personality fit. We wish there was more of them in the world. You never have to chase them for payment. They do everything that you ask of them. They sweep up after themselves. They don't leave wheelbarrows all over the yard. They don't leave their grooming kit strewn across the, you know, the tyre area or across the cross ties. They're not caught gossiping about everybody. They recommend you to their friends and family and you genuinely look forward to their appointment or seeing them around the stables because you enjoy being around them and you enjoy chatting to them. They are an absolute pleasure to have in your business. Then there is the walking red flags. They're constantly on the phone to you or they're texting you regarding something that they think is the end of the world and it's absolutely nothing compared to the list of stuff that you've got to do today. They're usually bitching about someone or they're gossiping about some drama that they're caught up in. They've probably caused some tension at the stables and they're possibly upsetting your other clients. They have absolutely nothing nice to say about the last four yards they've been on and they've usually been on around four yards in the last two years or they're bad-mouthing the last farrier or physio that they've used. They constantly want something for nothing, and you know that you're probably going to have to chase them to pay their bill, and you secretly hope that they will just find someone else, another service provider, or that they'll want to move their horse for some extra facilities, or you're just praying that they're going to drop off your books. And then there's average... The average client, sometimes they're great, sometimes they're not so great. Maybe you don't feel too much towards them. You certainly don't think they're a bad client, but you're not overly obsessed with them either. You, they're just somewhere in the middle. They're neither good, they're neither bad. They're just average. So there you have the three groups of clients. You might find someone that originally started off as a complete dud, And they're now behaving like an ideal client or someone who started off as an ideal client, but the novelty's worn off and that initial, we'll call it what, the honeymoon period, that's all worn off. And now they are behaving like a dud. I want you to constantly assess your clients and I want you to work out what what you want from them. Work out if they fit in your business and work out if they are worth the energy because you're the one who wakes up in the morning and goes to work. You are the one who has to deal with your business every day. You are the one who has to deal with your clients every 
day. Please don't get me wrong, you might be getting amazing results for your dud clients. You might be a barefoot trimmer and you're doing an amazing job on rehabbing that horse's feet. Or you might be a physio or you might be offering schooling services and assisting with bringing a horse back into work. And you might have seen this horse's amazing transformation over the last few months. But you do have to ask yourself, is the energy that you spend on this client worth it if they are making you feel like you've got a permanent headache, like you've got a hole in your head, like they are just draining every ounce of good that is left in you. You could turn a seaside donkey into a five-star eventer, but if this horse is owned by a bad client, they're still going to tell anybody who'll listen that you did something that they don't like, that you don't muck out a stable properly, that you got their feed wrong that you don't put enough hay in the hay net, that you don't put enough shavings in their stable, whatever it is, they are going to find something to complain about. It doesn't matter if everything is textbook perfect. They're never going to be happy. A bad client is never, ever happy. They have a pretty strong habit of shouting the loudest and paying the least. So what do we do when it is time to get rid of a bad client? There's a few things you can do. If you offer a service, if you're a physio, a farrier, a trimmer, a saddle fitter, an instructor, stop asking them if they'd like to book in again. This is a really simple way to try to shake them off. With others, especially livery or boarding stables, you probably are going to need to be a little bit more direct. And I know it's pretty terrifying especially if you have worked really hard to get clients into your business you've invested a lot of time perhaps invested a lot of money in advertising to bring clients into your business it seems silly it seems stupid to throw someone out of your business especially if you're thinking gosh am I going to be able to fill their space that's x amount of money each month that I'm losing but you need to do it You need to make sure, first of all, that you've met your contractual obligations. If you have met these obligations and you've delivered what your bad client is paying for, it's now time to wave goodbye. You owe it to yourself, you owe it to your business, you owe it to your good clients, and you owe it to the bad client to close the curtains on your time together. I know it's scary. And I know it's one of those conversations where you wish the ground would just swallow you up. Yes, I did just whack the desk there. Yes, my hand is hurting. I'll be fine. But you want the ground to swallow you up so you don't have to have this conversation. But honestly, there is no greater luxury than moving a bad client out of your business and feeling the phenomenal space open up within your business or at your stables, there isn't an amount of money in the world that is worth your mental peace and your sanity. You're going to feel this beautiful serenity within your head and your heart as soon as this person is gone and out of your business. But Rhiannon, it's scary. How do I do it? Don't worry, I've got you covered. I've even got you a little script. 
So you're just going to say, look, Karen, because they usually are a Karen, aren't they? Karen, based on our time together so far, I've come to the conclusion that I'm not the best physio, the best sports massage therapist, the best instructor, the best farrier, whatever you do. I'm not the best person to help you and Jasper. Or you might say, I don't feel this is the best place for you and Jasper to livery at, to board at. I don't think I'm the best person to school Jasper for you. I don't think I'm the best person to have Jasper on full livery. I don't think he's settled. I don't think you're settled, whatever it is. So at the end of the month, at the end of the quarter, at the end of the season, at the end of summer or winter turnout, or with immediate effect, if that's how you feel, I'm going to suggest that we try and identify another instructor, another coach or another service provider or another stables that is going to be better for the both of you. Thank you so much for the time we spent together. I truly appreciate your trust and your custom and I want to make sure that we're both doing what is right for you and your horse Jasper. And you can use that script to clear out your rogue clients. This is something that I perfect with all of my clients in the six steps to building business freedom. Clearing out and keeping out bad clients and attracting ideal clients who absolutely love what you do and you love being around them. I help you fill your business with people who energise you, who inspire you to show up to work every day feeling motivated and delighted to see your clients and to work for yourself. If you're curious about any of my methods or if you have a burning problem that you need a hand with or you want to know more about anything that I've discussed today or on any of my other podcasts, drop me a message on any of my social media handles. I'm happy to have a no obligation chat with anybody. You do not have to buy from me. I'm not going to try and pitch you anything. Just search up the equestrian business specialist and I will pop up. You will see me right there with my red hair, giving Dolly and Panda a little cuddle. Those are my horses, by the way, just to clear that one up. Um, Give me a little search and drop me a message if there is anything that I can help you with. And make sure you catch up with me next week. If you have any questions that you would like answering, I'm doing a live Q&A podcast next week where I answer your questions on any area of business that you need help or support with. So make sure to drop me a message. I cannot wait to hear from you. I have been your host, Rihanna Amber, and as always, you have been marvellous for listening to me, and you are definitely not a bad client, definitely not on my books. Hope to catch up with you next week. You've been fantastic. <laughs>